I'm sitting here with Flo and we've got a few new products we're going to talk about, a couple of new releases, some that have been out for a while but some that are still to come out, so I thought we'd have a quick chat. So Jason, you've written another book, tell us about it. Yes, I have. This one, I thought it would be interesting to delve a little bit more into, I guess the mechanics of the cafe, um, how we buy coffee as a roastery, how we buy coffee as, or how you would buy coffee as a cafe and how you could buy coffee as a customer as well. So there's more information on pricing at many different levels. So pricing for green coffee, pricing for roasted coffee, and also pricing in cafes. And other information about things like roasting. Yeah, more in depth onto why we choose profiles the way we do. In comparison to the first book, the second book is uh, much more for a, I guess, coffee professional or someone who's looking for a bit more of a deeper understanding as to how cafes work the way they do or why they work the way they do, uh, why they choose pricing the way they do. So that there's just not a lot of this sort of information out there. Like you can, you can read a lot of books about brewing and things like that, but there's just not very much information about pricing. Do you think our customers could have both books sitting on their bookshelf? Mm. Yeah, the first one's definitely more for people who are at the start of their journey or just starting to get interested in coffee. And the second one is sort of more of a second step. So I think they they stand together pretty well. It's not a sequel or anything like that. It's just a little bit more in depth on a few different areas. There's a little bit of recycled content in the brewing section, but I think people who already know how to brew will just skim over it anyway, mm. as, as I would. Yeah. But I think it was important to have it in there. Yeah. And reading them, one of the things I love is how accessible you make some quite complex topics feel. So it's really easy to understand and, and to read. And yeah, it definitely doesn't feel... Both both um, of the editions feel very accessible, which is what I love. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's a comp pricing in coffee is a really complicated topic because we're not only you know, one consuming country here, but where, you know, there's multiple consuming countries and and then, you know, tens of producing countries. So everywhere's got its own uh, sort of mechanics as to how they get to the price they, they want to sell the coffee and, and, you know, how also we would want to buy the coffee uh, from there. So, yeah, trying to simplify it was, was difficult and I, I actually learned a lot while writing it as well about, I don't know, lots of, <laughs> lots of boring things about how complicated... Uh, the pricing is for um, for coffee purchasing, like you know, kilos and pounds and grams and U.S. dollars, Australian dollars. It's all intertwined, and it's all really difficult to unpick if you're not it, when you're trying to explain it to someone who might not have that groundwork understanding of of it. Awesome. We yeah. also have a new takeaway cup in the shops, which is really exciting. It's been something that I think our customers have been asking for for a really long time, and. We have been quite cautious in finding one that we love to stock. There's been a few reasons for that. One of them was that it felt like what was available on the market felt quite disposable and, and especially things like the, the plastic keep cups in particular fell apart quite quickly in our experience. We did road test some other ones before landing on this cup. Jason tried the sole glass cup, mm -hmm. found that his coffee got cool very quickly. And yeah. then we found this Kinto cup and have loved it actually the biggest thing is for when thinking about or when choosing this particular cup was to think about 
the, the mindset of someone who wants to walk around with a, a coffee and it's someone who really values their own time and, and values convenience. So it's got to be something that works, it's got to be something that is hardy and that is easy to use because otherwise it just won't get used. So I think that really this cup satisfies all those because it's, it's really well made, it's strong and it looks nice. Uh, but there are some really good practical aspects to it that mean that the quality is uh, held really well. Like it's got a small silicon gasket at the top on the on the hard plastic lid. And you can remove it if you want and, re and clean underneath it. So you can actually get all the, the old coffee smell out of your reusable cup. M most people probably won't, but I did. And I think it's important that you can do it. A lot of the other lower price plastic cups, you're not able to to clean completely out the old coffee smell. So your coffee in the morning, even though it's brewed fresh, can taste a bit rancid or a bit a bit old. I didn't like that very much. <laughs> yeah, it also keeps the coffee really hot for quite an extended period of time, which is good. It does make the filter coffees quite hot to drink straight off the bat if, if you're pouring one into there, but it does mean that you can enjoy them for a good hour or so after pouring them, which is, which is really nice. And I really like that the clear lid means that you can see the latte art if someone is ordering a milky drink out of them. We road tested them for about a month before deciding to retail them. And whenever I bought my cup into Market Lane, everyone was filling it three quarters full, which was also a good feature. So technically it fits 360 ml of coffee, but if you fill it up to three quarters, it's about the size of our flat white and lattes. They do make a smaller one and we decided against it because it was a bit of a squeeze to get a full, you know, 220ml in there. So we've we've gone for the bigger one because some people do like bigger coffees, but also the, it just means there's a little bit more room in the cup for a, for a normal size sort of 220ml pour that we would give them for filter coffee and a flat white or so. It'll retail for $60. Yes. And we have it in two colours. We have this olive green colour and then also a dark grey colour or black colour? Black, yeah. Black, yeah. Yeah, it's quite expensive, but I think it's definitely something that if someone has made that investment in a $60 cup, they're going to go to great care to A, look after it, B, not lose it, um, and really enjoy it. And that's certainly been my experience in using it. We have also decided to start to stock Breville grinders again. These will sit on our shelf alongside the Barazza grinder. At this stage, we're planning to roll them out just in Paran. We might start to retail them in other shops. And if any of you think it would be great in one of your shops, please let us know. The main reason we're not stocking them everywhere is just because of space restrictions for showcasing them. The reason we've started to restock them is they are a great grinder for espresso home brewers. The Barazza grinder is great for filter coffee but it's not ideal for espresso coffee because there's nowhere to put in the group handle to to brew your to grind your coffee we stopped selling the breville grinders because we also had issues with the wholesale price that we were getting from breville and they've just done a new program for specialty roasters where they've reduced the wholesale price of them which makes it viable before we were in a situation where we it would have been cheaper for us to go and buy the Brevels from Myers and then retail them in our shops. So it just, it just didn't make any sense 
to be to be retailing them but we do think they're a really good grinder we've used them for many years in our own homes if someone was brewing filter coffee at home I would definitely recommend using the Baratza grinder but if they were doing a combination of espresso and filter or just espresso I'd probably recommend the Breville grinder in terms of retail price the Breville grinder will retail for $2.99 and the Baratza grinder is $2.05 I believe so there is a bit of a difference in price in terms of grind quality they're probably both the same yeah I'd agree I'd probably have a bit of a personal preference of the Breville but it's not not a huge difference and for a hundred bucks it probably yeah it, do, it probably doesn't matter so much so and in other news, we also have some new kits that are going to roll out into the shops in the next week. The pour over kit is changed quite significantly in that it has a pitchy now added into the kit. I believe it'll retail for $110, but all the other contents of the pour over kit are the same. So it's got a pour over cone, the pour over filter papers, some digital scales and our brew guide as well as the pitchy glass jug. We decided to add in the pitchy glass jug because we felt like that made it a, a complete package and something that would be very easy and useful for people to be able to brew immediately at home. The Jet Set kit has the same contents as before, but both kits will be packaged in new packaging that brings it into line with our retail bags. So it's an updated look and feel and you'll get to see that in the shops very soon. When you do get the kits, have a look, open them up, see what's in there, and yeah, make sure you're familiar with the changes and, and what's new. It's the sort of it's the first time we've reworked the kit since we first offered them a long time ago. So it's it, and it's not a huge change, but it's sort of it's updating them a little bit. So the other thing to mention is the retail price of our Polex grinders is going up. That's because the price has gone up from our supplier. So they were retailing for seventy five dollars, and they're now going to be. $89. I think probably the most important thing to mention there is that the Polix grinders are made in Japan still, so they're made with a great deal of care and precision. That's part of the reason that um, the price has increased is that labour costs would be increasing there and also the yen um, currency changes as well and the Australian dollar versus the yen. So the, the price of the Jet Set kit will also go up a little bit to 160 just to reflect the increased cost of the grinder. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions, please don't hesitate to drop Jason and I a line or grab us when we're in the shops. More than happy to answer any questions.